0: Hello, and welcome to Where R.A. Now, a podcast dedicated to catching up with former RAs of NYU and hearing where their journey of life has taken them since the glory days at New York University. I'm the host, Tom Ellett, and I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President of Student Affairs. And today, I'm very honored to have as our guest, Emma Tenenbaum-Fine, an RA in Hayden Hall, which is now called Lipton, working for John Kozlowskis and Chris Tippick in her first year and then she transitioned to Alumni Hall in year two with Heather Cohen and Stacey Ulrich from 2005 through 2007. Emma, welcome and thank you for joining me on today's show.
1: Thanks for having me, Tom. This is so cool.
0: I'm so glad you were able to do it. Uh, it really is a pleasure to have you on the on the show. And I'd really like to jump in by hearing how's life for you and what are you doing now?
1: Well, life is... A lot of fun lately, it just got more fun recently. I write all kinds of things, scripts, comedy, dramedy, science fiction, scripts for TV and theater stuff. I do storytelling and I do social media type things as a day job still this time. I've written for TV in the past and I've done a lot of theater. I hosted HQ Trivia earlier this year that was an interesting adventure. So I do a lot of things and that's just like a little, those are just the highlights. I've become a true multipotentialite, and I, <laughs> I always was, but that's really, that has certainly come to pass. So,
0: you know, yeah. <laughs> that's so exciting. And I know that a lot of the staff here were so into HQ. Uh, how did you get that particular assignment?
1: Well, I knew uh, Scott Rogowski through comedy stuff at the pit and you know, there's, as you uh, get out into the world, you start meeting lots of people and collaborating, and then you lose track of people for years. But certainly in comedy and theater, and in the writing world, everybody sort of keeps like a, a Rolodex of people that they've enjoyed working with or that they think could fit a certain job. And then they call upon those people later. So Scott and I lost touch, but then he, uh, they were auditioning new people. And he thought of me and got me the audition.
0: That's great. And you are a Tisch student here. Yes. And I believe you were in the reality show, if my memory serves me. I
1: was. I was in the very first year, the original cast, along with Preston Martin, who directs it now. And that's that's how I met Liz Suedos, who was my mentor for many, many years. And she's no longer with us, but she's still my mentor. I think about her all the time. And... um, That was the first year of the reality show when we didn't even know what it was going to be, and we built it with Liz from the ground up. And Vella Lavelle was in that cast, she's now on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I met lots of people working on the reality show, and Preston is a close friend and collaborator of mine now.
0: And I got to just meet with him just the last week, and we're looking to move it to Barclays for a second year uh, in a row.
1: Oh, wow.
0: It's really great. That's so cool. Yeah, it's really great. So, you know, you were an RA for two years, working with first-year students, and then upper-class students. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what you remember and what you took from that experience?
1: Yeah, well, as I was sort of thinking about this interview, I, a lot of memories came back, and the, the, basically the big takeaway for me from my RA experience was that it taught me r- real-world stuff in a way that truly nothing else in college did. I mean, I learned a lot in TISH about storytelling and collaboration that I use every day now. But when it comes to actually being an adult in just the world at large, there's no other thing I did in college that was genuinely useful beyond being an RA. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty overwhelming to think about what would have happened if I hadn't been an RA. I think I would have been much less prepared and I wouldn't have built some of the core qualities that I needed um and the the idea that you're doing this sort of alumni aspect for outreach i think really speaks to what it is to be an ra because it it is that kind of fraternity or sorority vibe that is so can be so missing at nyu um if you don't create it if you don't know that it's essential and i think that's what a lot of what we did uh, as ras was create community where there wasn't always one
0: you talk about storytelling anything that you any, any material that you received through the ARIA experience that you can think back to now?
1: I haven't really written about, I've written a ton of stories about my life, but they've mostly been, I haven't written a ton about college yet. And actually in thinking with the questions that, that you sent me ahead of time, I started thinking, wow, this is such a rich time. Why don't I write about it? And I, I think yeah. I will now. <laughs> a lot That's of the awesome. stories that I would be telling when I do write about this, now that you've jogged my memory, have to do with the enormity of being responsible for other students at a time when I felt I was very selfish. You know, I was like 20 and 21. I had a lot of things to think about on my own. And the idea that I was responsible for other people, you know, I'm an only child, like that was just really revolutionary for me and really important. So I would I would write about that. There were a couple of times where people came to me in crisis and I helped them residents had really difficult situations, and I was the one who took care of them. And uh, that changed my life because I came to see myself as someone who could do that, who could be of service. And I didn't know that.
0: And and we're so fortunate to have peers uh, at the time, certainly like you and the ones we have now. It's a hard job uh, balancing so many things and you're you're really here to get an education at the same time.
1: Yeah, that was, and that's why I say it was the most important real-world experience that I had, because that is, that's what adulthood is. That's what post-graduation is.
0: So, Emma, tell me a little bit about um, what you were involved in, in extracurricular activities besides uh, the acting.
1: Mm. Oh, gosh. Well, it was, when you're at Tisch for theater, it's really every second of every day so being an RA was sort of my extracurricular activity and it was very daunting um there's you know there were a few of us that were in Tisch and were also RAs and we all sort of were aware of each other because it was not easy um I don't know what else I did I can't remember I might have like dabbled in other things but I don't think they would have ever lasted Mm mm-hmm.
0: um, Yeah. So what made you apply to be an RA?
1: Oh, well, I was my my beloved roommate transferred schools and we were very close. We were at Water Street together. And when she transferred, I remember, you know, showing up in January. Or maybe I'm getting the timing wrong. It was very lonely when she wasn't there. And I was like, oh my God, I really, Water Street was, um, you know, I was on like the 23rd floor or the 32nd floor or the 100th floor or something. And when the wind would blow, like the whole building would move and the wind, it was just, a, was in many ways the loneliest place on earth. Mm-hmm. And I realized I didn't know people and um, outside of Tish, and my RA seemed really happy. Mm. <laughs> and he was this I don't remember his name, but he was this like very sweet guy and just seemed very well adjusted. And he he was a runner, which I also later became. And um, he always carried his little sneakers around and he just seemed like a happy dude. And he did not seem lonely. And I was like, that guy knows something I don't know. And it kind of just dawned on me, if I was an RA, I would be building the community that, that I'm not currently a part of. And that would force me to be in the middle of something that I'm currently not even in. And then of course, you know, I heard about the money and I was like, Mm -hmm. well, this is amazing. It really is a generous gig. It's really pretty amazing. And those two things came together and I was like, well, I have to get this. This is something I need to be doing.
0: And, and so you went through the process, you talked a little bit about that role model of, of a student who seemed to have their things together. Or, or doing yeah, that.
1: which, who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, I projected a lot of things
0: on him, but yeah. Sure. He may not have, <laughs> but he hit it well. Um, so yes. when you think about the relationship building, how did you begin that process on the floors when you were the RA, especially the first year students? What was that like?
1: Oh my goodness. It was so exciting and nerve wracking. I... I really felt, you know, I'm I I'm kind of introverted. I mean, I perform a lot, and I like to be the center of attention, but then in but then I like to be alone. So it really took me out of my comfort zone. But the kids, the freshmen that I was, you know, put with at that, that time, they were so scared, and they were so new, and they were so excited to be there. And I was like, wow, I mean, I can't be scared if they're this scared. You know, I saw myself in a leadership position because, you know, I knew more than they did and they needed me. And so every, I also, I found that my residents immediately taught me a lot. They, they gave me so much trust right away and respect. And I don't know, they were really sweet to me and taught me things. They taught me what I didn't know. And the training also was the, the RA training um, really armed me with a lot of tools. Yeah, but building community was my floor made it easy because it was a it was a just a really unique group of students. I had a completely unusual, like extra exceptional first year group.
0: And so you're on staff with with other peers. How was that relationship for you as being a team member with others?
1: That was the most important part for me. Meeting, you know, the mm-hmm. what John Koslaskis and Chris Tippick set up was really special we had a lot of fun and my group was just a lot of, you know, the freshman year RAs, it tends to attract like a really lovely bunch of people just like, you know, kind of selfless and excited and creative. And I got to meet all these creative and interesting people who weren't involved in theater, which just for me, uh, uh, on the intellectual side of myself, I got to, I just got to be stimulated in ways that I I wasn't always in theater. And um, I loved meeting like I think a lot of people dreaded staff meetings or whatever, I just thought I couldn't wait. To me, it was always a party. And I kept that to myself because that's like so dorky, but I really enjoyed being around just the diversity of people I wasn't getting in my typical NYU, in the rest of my NYU experience,
0: so and, I love that. And then you transition to an upper-class building in, in a pretty quiet building. We all know alumni single rooms, very different way in terms of trying to build community with students.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm a little fuzzy on this. I, I was at, I think I was at, wait, is it, it's 7th street, right? There's another, this 7th, is a little.
0: Right. 11, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alumni 7, 7A, correct.
1: Yes. And I was, so I was at the other one. I was at 7th street. Gotcha. And so it was very quiet, but it, then in the summers, I was at alumni hall. This is a little foggy, but that I believe is what happened. It was much quieter and it was a big change. What was helpful for me was that a lot of my floor stuck together. So we moved as a chunk and they were all sophomores in that new building. So they already knew each other. It was, it was a different vibe, but it, it still kept me more connected than had I, had I not been an RA, but it wasn't quite as uh, they didn't have the same need that they had. I mean, it, it's a very like demanding all in task to be a freshman RA. Yeah. That wasn't quite true the second year.
0: Do you have any real memorable moments of being on the floor, either in the first year or at 7A?
1: Yeah, I, I, I remember a lot of things. I remember Heather Cohen talking a lot about her sorority experience and how she drew on that a lot. And I just didn't know anyone who would ever been in a sorority. And I'd never even heard a single positive thing about a sorority. I'd never even, I was just exposed to a new idea. And I think she modeled a lot of our staff experience off of that, and I was intrigued by that. I remember once one of my residents, who I stayed in touch with for a few years, and then I think he moved to Scotland or something. He once, he brought a tea set, like a whole Japanese tea set to my room and and said, are you available for tea right now? <laughs> and. And 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 he made a little painting for me. It, it was non-romantic. He was he was gay, and um, it was so. I was shocked. Like I was busy, and I wasn't thinking about being a person. And to have someone just show up with a painting for me, and a tea set, who wasn't attracted to me, who just wanted to like talk, and it was really magical. So that's one of the things that happened. And uh, yeah, and I remember planning all these events that were like. Oh my gosh just so complicated and there's so many personalities and i I had you know crazy ideas and i couldn't always do them and managing the budget there was a lot of stress um and then I, i remember being there in times of people's need that i i had almost no incidents really nothing too scary or difficult beyond just the normal stress of being an ra until the very end and in my last week there were all kinds of terrifying things that happened and hospital runs and all this stuff other RAs had talked about that had like never happened to me somehow. And they all happened at once, like a big scary nightmare fanfare at the very end. It was, it was really crazy to be, to, to see, you know, I did it, I did it right. I did the things I needed to do and I could do it. And I think that was sort of a, an interesting note to graduate on.
0: <laughs> well, one of the things we remember is you dressing up as Alice, I believe. Uh, yes. for the end-of-the-year banquet uh, for RAs. It still sits vividly in my mind. <laughs> You're walking through with your peers in, 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 in dress, and it was really great to to have you. Yeah, that was fun. To, to, to really just kind of play it up, and that was great. Uh, any shout-outs for any of your alum friends uh, from RA world?
1: Well, I, I would say, I mean, Stacy Ulrich was really just the coolest. I, having her around me, in my formative years was very positive. Yeah. She really, really made me laugh. And um, I think she was just a fantastic uh, leader yep. and still is, I'm sure. So I think about her a lot. And Nick Evans was mm-hmm. my, he was my, uh, he ran the like, what do you call it? The six week course. To, the Rally. Like, beca- the, yep. Yeah, what's it called? Rally. Rally. Yep. He, yeah, he ran that and um, he was, my first point of contact to anything having to do with being an RA. And he really saw leadership qualities in me and made me feel that I could be a freshman RA, which I had no interest in being. I wanted to be the easiest, like I wanted to do whatever was the most low key thing. Um, and he, he was the one who sold me on the idea that I would be a freshman RA. So yeah. So my shout outs are are to them. Outstanding.
0: And and we do thank you for your service certainly. And it sounds like you're doing great work. Um, and I would encourage all our uh, listeners out there to pay attention to what you're doing because uh, you are funny, you are real, and uh, <laughs> we appreciate everything that you did while you're you were at NYU. So thank you for. Wait, come.
1: Spending- no, yeah. you reminded me of one more oh, thing please, I have to say. Please, add it. When I met you, I just remember this is important. Yeah. You were like when we all became RAs. You did sort of an opening spiel of like welcome to being an RA kind of thing and I just thought this is the most positive person I've ever met I had never seen a person like you because you know I have like a I know a lot of cynical people and I was like wow that I want to that's I want to be involved in whatever that is and I thought you were just so positive and fun so
0: that's a big memory i I appreciate it and uh, (laughs) i continue to meet with all the ras individually i've met over 2500 now uh and it's really a joy of my career to be able to meet so innovative engaging and driven students like we have at nyu and certainly you're one of those at the top Uh, so thank you for spending some time with me today to talk about your journey of life and what you're doing today and as always, I wanna give a big shout out to the listeners who can better learn about what happens to former RAs at NYU and how are they're making their dreams realities. Special thanks to my engineer, Rashid Aziz, and to the current professional staff and alums like Stacy, John, Chris, and Heather, uh, who assisted with these great RAs and skill acquisition along the way. Until we chat again, go out there and inspire others. Thanks, NYU.